0: The well- Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to have an encounter with the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Episcopal Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Sister Joy is the daughter of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and currently pastors the Ayudiasi branch of the First Love Church, a thriving church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. She's also a Macarius minister under the Die Hewitt Mills Ministry Office and travels extensively holding pastors' conferences. Taking the books of Bishop Dyke Huart Mill's to the nations, we believe this message will empower, equip, and give direction for your life. Now, listen to Sister Joy Felipe. Let
1: us pray, Father. We are so grateful for another Sunday to be in your presence. Thank you for an opportunity to come to church to be together, and to worship you. We don't take it for granted. I pray, Lord, that your word will touch us in our inner man this morning, that you'll bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Take your seat. Are you blessed to be in church? Amen. Never take it for granted in your life. Hallelujah. Well, this Sunday is just two weeks before The Sunday that we're calling Escape Sunday. Amen. Escape Sunday. You may be here and you are saying, what is that? What is that? Well, it's a special Sunday that we are expecting you to invite your friends, your family members. In fact, even people on the street. Hallelujah. It's an evangelistic Sunday and it is an opportunity for people to escape. Hey, are you there? on that day I'll tell you what you are escaping from yeah, amen ask your neighbor, tell your neighbor give me the names of two or three people who you are going to invite you are actually going to invite them, two or three people that's why the film stars were asking for us Uh yeah two or three, there are some people in this church every week they are working inviting people but it's not only their job, it's also your work you are very quiet all of a sudden I'm going to share a scripture with you before I preach today. I mean, it's all part of, it's all part of it. Hallelujah. Wow. It's just a nice scripture. We talk about it often. And I just want to read it this morning. In Ephesians chapter 4. I'm reading verse 11 and 12. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. So just in case you were thinking that it is somebody else who does the work of God, I'm reading the scripture to you. Are you there? Those of you who are controlling the scriptures, by now you should know that I gave you that basic English. So you shouldn't be in King James. It's very deliberate. Here, uh-huh. I want you to understand it. Yeah, some of you you've learned it like a rhyme. That's yeah. true. The kings and prophets and the teachers and But I'm. I want you to understand it. Are you here? So give us yes. You see that it's in the NLT. What's the responsibility? Why do we have pastors? Why do we have teachers? Why do we have the prophets? Why do we have the the the, the whoever evangelists? so that to teach God's people please ask your neighbor are you God's person and if not what are you doing here (laughs) to do what God's work amen God's work and God's work is always people God's work yeah God's work is always people God is not working with cement or you have read somewhere that he came down and he was working with cement God's work was what gold no no, 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 no. The only thing God has ever done on this earth and the thing he continues to do is with human beings. Wow. It's with human beings. So when we, are, when we say the work of God, it's something with human beings. Wow. Yeah. Those of you who have been working in the bank and saying that that's how you are serving God. Please. That's your work that you are doing to keep your body and soul together. But God's work at the end. Yeah. He's training us. We are being trained to do his work. And to build the church. Is that okay? So that's just to give you something that is behind all this matter that we are talking about on the 21st. So on the 21st of this month, we're just giving ourselves an opportunity, giving everybody an opportunity. It's probably what we should be doing every week, but the truth is that we don't do it. I don't know. Hi. Are you there? Some of us, you yourself. cry. Coming to church, Christ, a whole, hmm. I didn't want to, I didn't call your name. Old. So if the thing is tricky, you just look straight and smile. Nobody will know that it's you. Hallelujah. But on the 21st, we are just saying that it's an evangelistic service and you want to have your part in it. Amen. You know, one of these days, we'll arrive, arrive in heaven, we'll discover that all the things we were chasing, they were not even important. What will matter is another human being what you did for another human being. That's what will matter. Amen. And so this Sunday, I'm sharing with you, Lord, I know you need somebody. That's why they sang that song. Lord, I know you need somebody. And the response is, you can depend on me. Can God depend on you? Lord, I know you need somebody. It's amazing because in another context, you can say that God doesn't need anybody. He's God. Are you there? But there's a certain context in which he needs somebody and that person is you. Why? Number one, God is looking for a man who will be in between God and men. He's looking for a man who will be in between himself and men. Let's go to the scriptures. And today we're going to do quite a bit of scripture reading. It's a church. Ezekiel 22 and verse 30. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. It's a very profound scripture. God was upset about something, and he was planning to just get rid of it. But even as he was planning to get rid of it, he was hoping that he would find some one person who would come and stand in prayer and talk to him so that he wouldn't do what he was thinking of doing. Are you in the house? Oh, you are very quiet. Have you never been there in life before? I remember being a child and going to the market. One of the things I used to enjoy in the marketplace were the quarrels between the market women. The fights. Forgive me, forgive me. I'm sure it was my gang roots that were showing. I really say ah, exactly the point. Exactly the point. And when you get to the uh, marketplace and these two women, uh, they have quarreled and they have quarreled, and then the thing is heating up, and they always have this third cloth, and they'll be tying and re the cloth and re the cloth, and at a certain point, they decide that we're going to fight it out. So on this particular day, as I went to the place, every time I went to the market, I used to hope that I witnessed one of those. The whole drama was just interesting to me as a child. These two women came ready to fight and usually when it's like that you know in our in our, there's some very nice things about us two women fighting you always find people trying to separate them but on this particular day as they charged at each other it appeared as though either nobody was willing or people were tired of them who say I don't know what so as they tied the cloth they tied the cloth and the fight was about to happen then one of them she stood there and she said it in Ghana. Uh, I will translate. <laughs> somebody should, somebody, <laughs> call cool me down. Somebody should call cool me down. Somebody should, should make me not do. You see, you have come out like you want to fight the fight, but you are hoping that somebody will just intervene so that you don't have to fight. I came to tell you this morning that there are times when God too, he wants to take up the matter and he wants to just go for it because he's tired of our ways and he's standing there and saying, somebody, just just step in between. Just step in, just say something so that I don't know what I'm going to do. Are you there? Yeah. Because the truth is that all of us are on earth just for a period of time, I thank God that we have a heavenly passport that we don't know what is in it, uh-huh. because in that heavenly passport there's a date. Job 7.1. Is there not an appointed time to man on earth? Are not his days like the days of a hireling? So the people are not going to be here forever, and we don't know when exit date is. We have no idea. You know when you get to the to the uh, airport and they stamp it, you can open the uh, the thing and see what they put there. You know that oh I have three months, I have two days, I have one week. But our heavenly passport, we have no idea. Or oh, you know how long you are here for? We really have no idea. And because of that, because of that, we also should be in a hurry to to, <laughs> if you like, stand in between. Let's better God. <laughs> hey, are you in the house? Let's stand before God Because the Bible says that we are entitled to 70 days And with some grace and some mercy 80, 70 years But the truth of the matter, you and I know That many people don't reach there Many people don't reach there And and it happens to all kinds of people Children, adults You know And for some people, honestly When they pass, you know that is their time You know that is their time The way it is, you know that is their time Are you there? Yeah. yeah, you know that is their time. I remember recently when we lost one first lover, a young girl. She drowned. So when I heard the story, I thought, oh, drowning, did me. she went to the beach, the sea. We all know that the sea is very treacherous. It takes people away. Do you know where she drowned? In a pool. I said, ah, was she alone? No, she wasn't. Did she have cramps? No, she didn't. Or maybe she couldn't swim and she found herself. She was a very good swimmer. What can you say? Her time was up. That's all. Her time was up. I thank God she knew the Lord before she went. Hallelujah. And you and I, we know people who are out there who haven't given their lives to Christ yet. And we don't know. I hope that if you are sitting here, it's because you have given your life to Christ. That's why at the end of every service, we give you an opportunity hallelujah but maybe there's somebody else around you in your house somewhere and God is waiting for a man to come and stand and to just mediate between him and God hallelujah in the book of Genesis chapter 18 we see a a typical scenario of this thing God was tired of Sodom and Gomorrah he was fed up with their ways are you here? He was fed up with their ways. They are done. Uh, men had slept with women, they were tired of sleeping with the women. They were now sleeping with men. They were all oh, I mean, I mean, anything. In fact, when you read Sodom, when you read that chapter, you should be afraid because the world is getting there now again. Yeah. Are you here? And God was, was just, He said, Look, should I tell my friend Abraham about this or should I not? And he decided to tell Abraham. And when he told Abraham, Abraham began to talk to God about it. Lord it's true. People are not correct but maybe there are some 50 people who are there who believe in you. If you can find 50 will you still spoil the place? Oh God said oh no. Do you see that he was looking for somebody to part time. Part time. Ask your neighbor is it not an honorable thing for you to be somebody who is partying God. Mm-hmm. Are you there? And so, Abraham said, Oh, so if you found 40, if you found 40 of them, will you not spare them? He said, Oh, I will spare. God, uh, Abraham was partying, He was standing in between Sodom and Gomorrah and God. And he was interceding. He was talking to him. Then he went and <laughs> himself, he said, I'll take courage, I'll speak one last time. Lord, if you get ten, ten people, if you get just ten, ten people, will you spare them? In verse 32, he says, oh, let not the Lord be angry. I will speak yet this once. It's like one more chance spare. peradventure, 10, ten, ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it because of ten people. If I can find 10 people I will change my mind If I can find one bus center I will change my mind If I can find one compound house I will change my mind If I can find just one mini bus load of people I will change my mind If I find just one family Mother, father, grandmother, grandfather And six children I will change my mind And you in your hands You have two of them Four, six, eight For 10 people God was willing to let go For 10 people It's a very amazing thing. It's like so much evil. But he said, if I can find ten people, I will not punish. I I will wait. I won't do anything. And that's why today I came to tell you God has need of you. Hallelujah. I said God has need of you. God has need. You see, if he was to have landed on earth as himself, everything would pulverize. It cannot work because he and sin, they don't he needs a man Need somebody who stands there between him and men. Hallelujah. Number two, so today my preach is very short, but it's very important for us. God is looking for someone who people can turn to with their questions about life. God is looking for someone who people can turn to with their questions about life. In Job chapter 5 and verse 1, there's an interesting scripture. Call now, if there be any that will answer thee. And to which of the saints will you turn? Hallelujah. Are you there? People have need, they need to ask a question, and they need to get an answer to the question. And in order to get the answer to the question, God needs people who will answer. God needs people who will answer. In this church, we have some people who we call aunties and uncles. And when you look at them, they all look like young people. So you'll be wondering to yourself that ah <laughs> Auntie, how? Please, are there a few aunties here? Can I see you? And a few uncles. We can't see you, so stand. So now look at their faces. Look at all their young, young, young faces. Look at them. Hey, Auntie Sharon. Somebody who had just finished school like some two years ago. <laughs> Uncle Mino, <laughs> Auntie Mavis. And you may be saying to yourself, "That's why, auntie, why, auntie, why, uncle." Well, the reason is because there used to be a certain man. One day, our father also, the bishop, was—he was also like a student. He was also in school, and he had become serious with the Lord, but he didn't understand. He said, "I don't understand. I can become serious, but why did Jesus have to die and shed His blood?" And there was a man called Uncle James who just used to go to the campus and he would just park his car and be there. And the Christian students will come and any question that you ask, he will answer. And Bishop asked him this question and he was the one who told him, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. He got an answer. You'll be surprised how the lack of an answer can make somebody turn away from God. I was but a teenager between the ages of 10, 11, 12, 13, thereabouts. And I had gone to Sunday school on a Good Friday. And I came back and I was carrying, in those days, they'll give you some small write up with the picture. And I came with a picture of Jesus Christ on the cross. And I remember I sat at the table. I've always liked reading. And I was reading and I began to cry. I said, ah, if this man has not done anything, why is he being crucified? And I went to somebody who was very close to me and I asked the person, I don't understand why today is called Good Friday. If an innocent man was put to death, what is good about the day? The person could not answer my question. I was about 13, and I remember the lack of an answer to that question began, the it was the beginning of my backsliding away from the church and my backsliding away from God. That, ah, I, I don't understand. And I backslid from the age of 13, 14, 15, 16. At the age of 17, I entered the university. As I entered the university, I said, Oh, you have freedom, don't come. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, until I was 22. By the grace of God, I now heard the gospel and came back to Christ. If I had perished between the ages of 13 and 21, you would not have been here today. Take your seat. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Eh, what are you saying Eh, God could have used another person God could have used anybody but you were my assignment or you don't understand what I'm saying yeah and in the shifting of assignments sometimes things are in between when God calls you you don't answer at the time there are times when you are there you can see that things needed to be done because you were not there they were not done yeah ah you're very quiet as we are standing we are standing waiting to bury one of our students he was a best part of the media and he went to swim about four, four weeks ago and he drowned if I had not been here he may not have given his life to Christ and he would have gone today as he meets his meter at least I know we preach the gospel to him people need their questions answered are you there? Some of you, when people ask a question, then you behave as if they are unbelievers. It is you who is not intelligent. (laughs) No, it is true. If you are an intelligent person, you will have a lot of questions. You have a lot of questions. The absence of questions is a sign of your lack of intelligence. Or it's a sign of... You see, in Africa, when a child asks a question, they will knock their head. We are too known. We are too known. Even if as we are here in the church, if we allow questions, somebody will stand to ask a question, then other people say, oh! I wonder why you are quiet. This is not you I'm talking to. <laughs> uh, people, if you are sitting in church, during the wedding, sit up properly. Ashes, do your work. Sit properly. I'm seeing so many people, you are slouching your chair. It's not your house. It's the house of God. Sit up well. Ajay. <laughs> Amen. Job chapter 5. You see, life is made up of so many junctions. And at every junction in life, there's confusion every junction. When you are coming from BEC to SHS, there's confusion at that junction. The school to which you will go, it has a lot to say. What will happen to you from here? SH starts S to university. The universities are not the same. Never make that mistake. Never make that mistake. The church has become quiet. They are not the same at all at all. Somebody came and asked me the question. Oh, so if I say that I want to choose between Legon and KNUSD, which one will you choose? And I said KNUSD. And then the person said, oh, it's because you are here. I told him I'm a former Legonite. Legon has always been an unbeliever campus. So the likelihood of meeting Jesus Christ is higher in KNUSD if you just take the university. Hey, the church has become very quiet. Yeah. Even the atmosphere. Oh, it's true. Even the atmosphere. Yeah. I have had students who have left here. One of them, she was in her room and she sent me a text. She left here. She was given another course she really wanted. She went to Lagon. She sent me a text. In the afternoon, mommy, as I'm lying here, some people are making they are having sex on the veranda next door to me. That's Lagon for you. That's it. <laughs> Are you trying to say that uh, the text people? No, it just doesn't have that culture. That's all I'm saying. It just doesn't have that culture. Yeah, it's a culture, it's a way of being. Hmm. Job 5. I'm reading from verse 3. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his habitation. His children are far from safety and they are crushed in the gate. Neither is there any to deliver many foolish things and foolish people are taking root are you there and there are so many young people exposed to the foolishness yeah and they need somebody to drag them to safety are you there many many young people yeah you see the reason why I'm saying young people is that you see old people by the time they have reached a certain age you know they are either hard against God or they have already seen what I'm describing for you. Are you getting me? They've seen it already. Uh-huh. Hey! Hmm. When you are young, you think you know everything. You don't know. An adult will tell you, don't, don't pass here. Don't, don't pass here. No, you don't, don't do this. And you'll be there whom I swore has entered you. Hey! Hmm. Are you in the church or you have traveled? Yeah. His children are far from safety. And today there are so many children far from safety. And that's why God needs you. You are standing in the road and able to pull somebody to safety. Somebody to safety. We have people in this church who were on their way to madness. They have become very sober. We have people in this church who were drunkards before. Somebody pulled them out. Yeah. When you are a girl and you drink here, you are at even more risk than a guy. Yes, at even more risk. <sighs> are you in the church or you have traveled? It's in this church that you'll be here and then some young girl, some foolish boys told you that I love you and your eyes are doing you double double. and will tell you that, hey my friend, straighten up, it'll be anything. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> God is looking for people who can answer questions. Amen. Number three, God is looking for a mediator. A mediator. And this is coming from a scripture in Job chapter 9 verse 30 to 33. If I wash myself with snow water and make my hands never so clean, yet shalt thou plunge me in the ditch and my own clothes shall uphold me. For he is not a man as I am that I should answer him and we should come together in judgment. Neither is there any days man betwixt us that might lay his hand upon both of us. God is looking for a days man. That word days man is Old English for a mediator. Somebody who is moving through and who will come between God and somebody else. Hallelujah. A mediator. Are you there? A mediator. Hmm. Even as human beings. Has somebody not come to see you before and said, talk for me? Talk for me. Yeah. You are a mediator talking for the person. Hallelujah. And when you, you see, it is one of the ways to escape a certain kind of poverty to think about other people and to stretch yourself for other people. Are you here? I'm going to use an example that I think you can relate to. A brethren in the U.S. who we call African-Americans. It was an African-American pastor who gave this example and said that he has noticed that African-Americans, generally speaking, in everything in the U.S., they are at the bottom. Income, housing, education, job type, everything. Are you there? If you look in the jails full of them, you know what I'm saying. Then he made (laughs) a comment. He said, but our African brothers, he said, they they, they came by ship. Our African brothers who come by air, when they land there, they do far better than us. They do far better. Some of you are looking at me as if you don't understand what I'm saying. In other words, a Ghanian coming from Ghana. A Nigerian coming from Nigeria. uh When you fly from here over there, that you are going to hustle and work, or you are going to go to school, this African-American pastor said that. He realized that we do better than they who are there, who have the papers that you need. Who have the opportunities that you want that you didn't have? Who have everything? Are you there? Then he says something. He said the reason is because they only complain. They only complain. They don't do anything. They just complain. They don't seek to help anybody. (laughs) If they are, if you ask them to help any people, say, hey, we ourselves look. We the brotherhood, we need the help here. (laughs) You know, things are difficult for us here, man. We can't go looking for other people on the street. You can't do those things. (laughs) And in so doing. Poverty has really encapsulated them. Yeah. We don't see it because we are here. We feel that things are... But when we go there, we think that it's hey, small work. you see us. We're on it, moving. There are reasons that they are sitting there saying that, hey, somebody came and took my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, made him a slave. It's all true. But for as long as you are sitting there complaining, you are not doing anything else, then they find that we come without that mind, and we are moving. You want to get out of your situations. Help somebody. Help somebody. Help somebody. Stop thinking that you are the only one with issues. Hey. Some of us feel that, oh, when my issues are sorted out, when my issues are sorted, if you are waiting for your issues to be sorted, you will never serve God. Never. Most of the most powerful evangelists who stand on stages and pray and people are here, they themselves are sick. Yes, Catherine Koma was a heart patient. Yeah. Our own bishop has said it in his preaching before that if he was waiting for God to heal him from something, by this time healing Jesus will not be there. Yes. Meaning that whatever it is is still around. <laughs> it's still around. But he's going preaching for people, preaching, and the people are walking and 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 so you are saying that eh, until my life is perfect. Let me inform you that it, it doesn't become perfect. It doesn't become perfect. Hey, you are very quiet in the church. Yeah. Many people in the church are like this. And you see, because of how I am, you no. Know, because of how I am, so I can't go. We're not asking. God is not asking you to go because of you. He's asking you to go because of Him. Are you there, or you have travelled? Yeah. We Africans, we too, we have our way of never looking to help anybody. We're also like that. Eh? We're also like that. That's why some years ago, who was it who had had some earthquake? And our president's wife sent uh, chocolate. And people were laughing. It was the Japan, the Kobe earthquake, and the whole place was devastated. And she sent chocolate. And come and here, Ghanaians. This chocolate, gone, what will you do? Ah, how can you say? You see, it's, it's, uh, you don't understand something. That's what she had, oh, that's what was there. I'm sending something. Because we never think about sending anything to anybody for any reason. Hey. Ah, you are looking at me as if I'm saying something that's strange. Wow. How? Come on. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. Our mind is not like that. What can we do? Some people have had a disaster. What can we do? It's not like that. We too, we have a certain way in which we feel that, Charlie, I got problems. I got problems. I got problems myself. You have problems. Put all your problems into a gagba. Do you know what a gagba is? That big metal bowl that we wash babies inside. Put all your problems in the gagma. Let's go to stadium and meet other people with their problems. When you get there, you see somebody is coming with 5,000 liter poly tank of problems. Or about a year exchange, you actually collect your gagba of problems, put it on your head, and walk back. Say, it's okay. I'll take my problem like that. It's all right. (laughs) Yeah. You see, but what I'm saying is very, 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 very important. There were people, when they got the gospel, they brought it to us. Now the gospel is, is with us. Who is getting it? Now it is with us. Who is getting it? How did you ever hear of Jesus? How did you ever hear of a church? Somebody somewhere heard and said, hey, some people don't know, let me go. But we. Hmm. When it gets to us, then we start our turns. Yeah. Two churches, Assemblies of God, and Church of God in Christ, they came up around the same time. One was predominantly white. The other was predominantly black. The one that's predominantly white asked this question. Somebody must hear. That's why they're all over Ghana. The other one that was predominantly black, we have our own problems, we're looking at our own brotherhood, we can't do how many of them do you even know? It's just a- assemblies of God. It's everywhere. In Ghana. It's everywhere. And like Pentecost, they didn't have a Ghanaian origin. It's from it. somebody who came with it. Church of God in Christ. Few. One, two, three. May I not mean, even know where the nearest one is here. But I can show you the nearest assemblies. Yeah, from here. Hmm. Are you there? Don't talk somebody's own, your own. <laughs> number four God is looking for someone to become a father to the fatherless someone to become a father to the fatherless oh Job chapter 29 verse 11 when the ear heard me then it blessed me when the eye saw me it gave witness because I delivered the poor that cried and the fatherless and him that had none to help him are you there There are many, 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 many people. No father. No father. Absent fathers. There's no father. Hey. And you, you have come inside the church and some small father is reaching you and you just want to keep it to yourself. God forbid. Mm, God forbid. We have to help others. Are you there? Job said a lot of very interesting things. He said, the blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me. So somebody was about dying. I helped the person. The person blessed me. Mm. And I caused the widow's heart to sink for joy. I was eyes to the blind and feet was I to the lame. I was a father to the poor. In the cause which I knew not, I searched out. Are you here? There's more we can do. There's more. Or you want to lose your sight first? God forbid. God forbid. Yeah, God forbid. Hallelujah. There is a way in which God needs us to do the talking. In the book of Acts chapter 10, you see a man, a godly man called Cornelius. Cornelius was somebody who was not a Jew, but he knew that God existed and he so much wanted to connect to God. And God sent him an angel. And the angel said to him in verse 3, The Bible says that an angel of God came to him, and the angel said that his prayers, his arms, everything God has seen. Verse 5, and now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. Do you want to tell me that the angel didn't know how salvation comes? He knew, but it is not given to them to preach the gospel. It's given to us. And that's why this coming Escape Sunday, you should make up your mind. You see, many of you have the attitude when you are challenged, a little challenge is given, bring somebody, you rather, rather stay at home so that you don't bring anybody. That's typical African behavior and it leads to poverty. Yeah, it's poverty thinking that does that. But rather, when you, you see, that was why I liked that film. Just show you, the guy just said, oh, the person I work with, I'm inviting them. My next door neighbor, I'm inviting them. The person who I cross on the road all the time, my coppers, who I play ball with, today we're coming to church. My, yeah, my what? Somebody from somewhere. I'm just going with, yeah. My midwives, all those who are in your class, just invite them. Some will say, oh, my church is not here. But that Sunday, just say to them, yeah, so let's go to church together. Hallelujah. Because you'll be amazed that there are people walking around who look as though they are saved, but they are not. Yeah. If they're already saved, oh, they've had a good Sunday. But if they are not saved, they have another opportunity. to hear the gospel preached. Are you here or you have travelled? Hey, are you there? Yeah. You see, and God uses ordinary people, and that's why I'm sharing with you that God has need of you. God has need of you. If we put up put a church building, we can finish the church building, complete the church building. If human beings don't work and don't do anything, it will be an empty church. Because God has need of people, Amen. God is looking for somebody to take care of the brokenhearted. Hey, the broken what? Hearted. Psalm sixty-nine, verse twenty says, "Reproach has broken my heart, and I am full of heaviness. I looked for some to pity, but there was none, and for comforters, but I found none." And there are people like this all around us—broken-hearted people. Who is a broken hearted person? That's a disappointed person. A disappointed person. And you can be broken hearted and even feel that you are not well. Hmm. Amen. Are you in the house or you have traveled? Hallelujah. Are you there? Are you understanding something? Can you think of somebody around you who's broken hearted? Somebody whose father has died, they don't know what to do. Mother has passed. Or they themselves are not well. Things are not going well. Some people, they are not be able to pay their rent and they're asking everybody out. Maybe you can't pay the rent for them. But you can bring them a little hope. You can bring them a little break in all the difficulty and all the sadness. Are you there? Or you cannot see that life is difficult. We have to take you to go and walk through the prisons first. Have you... Hallelujah. What was the broken heart like? Did you feel like eating? Did you feel like playing games? What did you feel like doing? Sitting somewhere, crying, no food. Somebody said it felt like running away. Oh, it's true. You thought the B.E.C. were going to get eight. When the thing came, you had 42. You thought SHS, you were going to get AAA when that thing came. It was E, F, D, S, T, what, something, something, something. Yeah. And before you are aware, well, your heart is broken. Your mates are even laughing at you. And in situations like that, that's when you would wish that somebody would come with a little bit of comfort. The person may not be able to write that exam for you. But they can bring you to a place where you hear something, see something, be uplifted, be encouraged. Hey. Are you there? Hmm. Girls, our hearts break easily. Oh. Small, no, you were acting a film. The brother said something nice. No, you have taken to heart that it means that... It means that, son, as we are acting the film, son, no, permit. It doesn't mean that. Oh, It doesn't mean that. <laughs> you see, every example we give, there's something. Look, one of my spiritual sons. Today, <laughs> one of my spiritual sons, he was handling a branch in Tamale. Then, and, and because it was a branch, his, his wife-to-be was in the main church. And on the first day of the publishing of his bands for his wedding, we went to his church to just announce the bands there. Are you there? Hey! I was in the service when I got SOS. SOS! What is that? Some young lady collapsed. Look, there's not one joke in what I'm saying, oh. No not knowing that and, and you see the, the guy was very shocked because he didn't have any special relationship with her at all but not knowing that as they were there she knew that he was a single pastor she had hopes she had hopes mm. and the truth of the matter also is that pastors too we do have relationships our relationships with people Are different is determined by by many different things. Are you there? So, if somebody like this girl here wakes up and says that she's special, this one, this one, if she wakes up and says that she's special, it is true because I think she's the only person who, at a certain stage of the church, joined the church in her first year, she will walk from Africa Hall here. Yes, daytime. So, if so it is true. She says that, oh, so I'm special to mommy. It's, it's true. It's true. It's true. There's something there that somebody else. Oh, you know not what I'm saying. And she's a very troublesome girl. When she goes from there, she'll send me a text. She has not changed. <laughs> then she'll send me text. Mommy, I haven't missed you at all. <laughs> when somebody else will say, I've missed you, you know, she will say, Mommy, I've never missed you at all. <laughs> but you see, so if I was a male pastor, then you say that, oh, there's some special something, something, you see, but it, 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 it's, it's not that it's because of that. Oh, you don't understand. And I can go through, I can tell you, different people, different, 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 different links. Different links. Everybody is special because of something 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 you are very quiet yeah oh it's true if I, if I take this one when she came to church she was a nursing student okay I won't say oh yeah I won't say oh but she was a very special convert she was from a fully Muslim family on both sides mother's side father's side hey what a convert oh you don't get what I'm trying to say Yeah. at a point the family pushed her out she had to seek what, refuge in my house. So she grew up in my house. I had to teach her how to do things. Hey! I should, she said I shouldn't say, so I will say. So if she also says that she's special, is it true or it's not true? Hey. Look, I can't tell. Look, if I start, I won't finish. I won't finish. But the point I'm making is that so if I was a man, then you would say there's a special... Uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to look. I can point to so many as I'm looking, I can think of all the stories so many stories, so many, many, many stories that give links. So there were links like that, but it doesn't mean, say, Pastor, unquote, so I'm coming to marry Pastor One. <laughs> but there are links there, Chile. We have been through things before. Hey, I'll call him, I'll say, Pastor One. Where the construction has reached, we are hot. Oh. We are very hot. Then he will have some calm smile. The smile crowd will say that it's okay. It's alright. Hey! Then sometimes he has to go and take his face and go and say if you do you just go. And because of that, some heat that would have reached me, it doesn't come. Because of that, you know. Ah. I'm just showing you the different, different relationships. And there are so many. Hallelujah. Amen. Or you are not understanding what I'm saying to you. Yeah. It doesn't mean you are going to marry the person. So this, pastor, this was just one of his. Charlie? When we, and I'm telling you that the girl collapsed, she was admitted to hospital. Oh, Lady Reverend, were we not the two people who went? We went to the hospital When we were standing there wondering that what is wrong. So we're asking what is wrong. When we took the folder, because she was a nurse there. When she took the folder and looked inside, it said psychosomatic. Doctor, please, what does psychosomatic mean? The mind is affecting the body, but there's nothing wrong with the body. (laughs) The mind is making the body sick, but there's nothing wrong with the body. Do you understand now? Psychosomatic. Some (laughs) some matter in the mind, you know is making the body sick but the body is not actually sick hey! what was the matter that had made the sister sick Charlie ah! her hope Oh, her hope are you there such a person needs another person to just come put the arm around them. it's going to be okay Maybe this one didn't work, but a better one is on the way. Tomorrow will be better than today. Look, let's go to church. Let's go and listen to another song. You can depend on me, Jesus. You can depend on me. You know, by the time you finish clapping your hand or laughing at film stars, you know, we haven't given you another person, but the heart has begun to, to heal. There's a little break in the difficulty that is around you. Hallelujah! Are you there, or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? I remember the day my father died. I had been in Accra, I had been with him, been with my sister. We were at the bedside all the time, and I said that look, I need to go. I need if he's going to, he's going to need some more medication. Let me go. In those days, there was no Momo, or it hadn't started working. I said, let me get back to Kumasi quickly. Get to my bank tomorrow morning, sign, and then I can take the money and get back to Accra. And as I arrived in Kumasi. I got home to hear that he had gone home. It was a Tuesday. I came to church. In fact, I hadn't heard till after service. They didn't tell me. But as I came to church, they're singing, they're word, a little this, a little that, a little this. Oh. Life. It was okay. I would have wished he hadn't gone. Are you there or you have traveled? hallelujah. Some broken hearted person is next door to your house. Waiting for you to come and invite them. I want to bring you to to church on the 21st of June. And the person says, church, what is that? I don't go to church. Oh, I know you don't go to church. But I'm only inviting you for the 21st. Yeah, because sometimes when you are very sad, you don't feel like going. So I don't go to Church. Not knowing that what you need, no. is church. Put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. As the nearest sister to you, I hope your heart is not still broken. The last one. Number six. God is looking for laborers to bring in the weak. Matthew chapter nine, reading from verse thirty-six. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, and the labourers are but the labourers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth labourers into his harvest. Hallelujah. this this, this month we are bringing in people hallelujah and we are god's laborers we are the ones who are going to work we are the ones who are going to talk amen you know don't go looking for old people Mm -hmm. they have those who reach them most of you are young because when you go to preach to your mother it bounces (laughs) she needs her age group or her type or you don't understand what i'm saying yeah she needs her great... You know, if you are somebody who witnessed your mother, your father, your uncle, they gave their lives to Christ, you are actually very special. You are in a different... Many people, it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. And it doesn't work because, of course, I feel that... ah. But young people, plenty. In Ghana, there are more. There are more. Let's leave our greater lovers who are in the church. They will go to their colleagues of a certain age. But most of us are young. Are you with me? And even the old ones, we are so young in spirit that sometimes it's easier for us to talk to their younger people to bring them. Amen. On the 21st, I want you to begin to pray. Hallelujah. Oh, are you with me? We've already started our prayer chains and we are praying. We're saying, God, direct us to that person who is for me. If you are like me, I'm sure as you want to go out and talk to somebody, you are shivering a little, you are saying, hey, what if the person doesn't go? But when you pray, and you say, Lord, lead me to that one. Are you here? Lead me to that person you will be amazed, and you'll be surprised that people who you would have thought didn't go to church, they will actually come. And that is why this morning, if you're wearing the Escape t-shirt, just stand to your feet. This morning, we are launching our Escape. You, know, you can turn so you can be seen. Amen. Hallelujah. Escape. That's what we are writing. Escape. Escape Sunday. These t-shirts are available get one next week Sunday, as many as can buy. You see, if you don't have money, it's not a a shame. It's not a problem. As you can see, I'm not in one. Mine is not for lack of being able to buy. It's for lack of size. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind them at all. They don't know yours is now on the way. Yesterday I was looking at some man of God. When his wife had three babies and was a little round, he was making plenty noise. And ne Kasebio ni no Anyway, but if you can try and get one, are there some around? Powerful. Try and get one. It's just an advert. It's just an advert. You see, as you are wearing it, walking around, somebody will ask you that. Ah, what's that? <laughs> you are escaping from where to where? And then you just tell them, look, next Sunday. Because next week, it will be just one more week. Are you following it? Next Sunday, we have a program. So just get one. Where? Oh, I see. It's being sold at the table over there. Amen? Just get one. We're going to try to do a lot of busing. Amen? So that nobody has an excuse. It's not that we have money to spare. As you can see, we are struggling to do our, our doors. Or you can see. Yeah. One set of doors like that is almost 3,000 Ghana cities. Yeah. Four single doors. A frame. People come and chip to tie it. Then they close the cement. Then we spray. By the time we're done, it's a little more than 3,000. Yeah. And then we are now fixing the glass. You can see over there. Oh, Bafo, please go and hold that door. Okay, someone should close it some more. You can see the glass coming. Can you see that door? Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. if not when it rains the rain will just fully enter so our hope is to be able to we are doing a lot of things so it's not that we don't know what to do with money but souls are more are souls not more important than the door Ah, would you not rather rescue a soul yeah so we are going to do our doors we are still doing it but we are saying that on the 21st of this month we want to have a huge gathering here amen 1,000 people in, fact, in my spirit it's 1,200 people fill the place, yeah you know, it may sound like a lot of people to you, but we're just about 400 now, and each one of us, if we bring three people, that's 1,000 too. each one, you want to ask your neighbor, you want to tell me you don't know three people you don't know three people yeah you don't know three people you can bring to church you don't know three people you can bring to church ah, nice person like you I'm sure we can bring more than three people. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to share with you that it is the soul who changes because of you. That's what makes you relevant. Yeah. That's what makes you relevant. Hallelujah. You can study. You can get as many degrees. I have, a, I have three and a half. That is not what has made me relevant at all. What has made me relevant are human beings human beings and that's also what makes you relevant to God find your people bring them you will be so happy I say you'll be what so So happy sometimes you bring the person just once you don't see them again but one day one day I was sitting there one day and I got a text from somebody and the person said I've been looking for you for so many years I was surprised because I've been here for many years (laughs) (laughs) and then the person said thank you For praying with me. Thank you for leading me to Christ. I'm writing to tell you I am now a pastor, and he mentioned one of the major churches in Accra. I said, Wow, that's my sheep. Wow, wow. I haven't seen him in years, but in heaven, it is recorded. Oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying. You too, maybe your story. Stand to your feet this morning. (laughs) Hallelujah. This morning, I want you to just pray for yourself. And your prayer is, Lord, this escape that is coming, some two people, some three people, I I can call them. Just direct me to those people. Are you here? You see, you may go to your brother and then he will laugh at you. Or your friend. Then you say, no, but there are some two or three people. If you call them, they will come. I don't know them. I cannot call them. But you, you know them. Right now as you are standing, they say, Lord, lead me to some people. Lead me to them. Lead me to them. That's me too. I will bring people. I will also have people. I will also be looking for the the bus stops so that I can put my people on it. I will also be looking. I'll also be looking. Pray to God. Pray for a few minutes. Talk to the Lord
2: for a few minutes. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Valerabashi Palo Zeke and Villa Baba. Mela Ramani Mosite. Villa Rabadi Bashi Pari and Li Karabali Boshi Para. Maselebe Rivaloja Pari and Dika Mani and Day. Telora Baliba Sutari. Ville Rebedi Bashita Ramanio. Mali Ramalo Jekara Baba. Fela Rabadiya Sultara. Lift up your voice and say Lord. Lord because of me somebody must escape who is that person lead me to that person lord lead me to that person when i invite them let them come lord Lord. yes let them come lord take away my fear lord Give, give me the, the courage to invite them lift up your voice lift up your voice welcome. Me Parani Moshi Kari and the Bar, Mali Vara no shit, Karani Balio de Barani Mama. She pari Dika Basu Vela Ma Vere Nimo Shikari and Ebe. Villara Mani Massute de Bay. Helora Badi Bashepari and Ebe. Mere Begosilla Mali Mariana Dinam Rapali Bashepari and Lara Mani Mosita Mariani Shekere debe, bekere di mosi tari andebe, ma ni moshi palimo, mi zama li mori andinebo, ra malika bari andine, be ni moshi tere, re kali mosi pari andanaba, brateli mosi pariye, me verio, ma li ra ma ni andinaba, me baroni ni pari no, ma vereni mosi tama li malie, re mali moshe peri andibaba, Father,
1: thank you that we are in church Today we are remembering our friends, our family members, our neighbors Other people, Lord, who are around us Who as at now, Lord, they are marching towards hell But Lord, use us because of us let us rescue them from that path in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for everybody here. Father, let nobody be afraid. Let nobody run away. But for each one of us, Lord, lead us to the people who even we, we can invite them. And when we invite them, cause them to come. Let the house be full and let there be salvation galore in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen, amen. and Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. Maybe as we are standing here, here today, your opportunity to escape is today. Your opportunity is now. Maybe you were invited. Maybe somebody brought you. Maybe you came in yourself. Or maybe you are here every Sunday. But as you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe as you are here, you cannot say for sure that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Maybe if you were like that young lady I described, if your life had gone, maybe you would not be in heaven by this time if that is your situation and or if you are just not sure i want to invite you to give your life to the lord jesus christ it was jesus who told us except a man be born again he shall not see the kingdom of heaven and it was jesus who told us that he jesus he said i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the Father. No one comes except through me. You are here this afternoon. You are not giving your life to him. It means that you are not yet saved. And the Bible says that in order to be saved, as you have believed on Jesus in your heart, you must now say it with your mouth in order to be saved. And so as you are here, you are not sure where you are going. We want to pray. I want to lead you in a prayer. And after that prayer, you will know that you are born again. You are here. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Thank you for your hands all over the room. You just want to say, I'm not going to hell. I'm not going at all. I'm giving my life to Jesus. Now, if your hand is lifted up, allow the ashes and the pastors to just join you and bring you to stand right here in front of me. This is something we have all done. Just come and stand here. Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come. God bless you as you come. You're coming to give your life to Jesus. It's Jesus who is calling you. He is calling you today. He is calling you. He is calling you. Just step out and come. Let him have his way with you. Just move closer. Just come closer. Oh, yes. Come from the left, the right, the front, the back. Just Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come. Give him your life. in the congregation, your heart is beating. That heart beats. That beating. That beating. That beating is a sign. All is not well between you and Jesus. Those of us who know that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, our hearts are not beating. Why is yours beating? It's a sign. Come. Come. Step out and come. Step out and come. You will stand before him alone. Not with that friend who is keeping you standing there. Just step out and come. And we're going to pray a prayer together. To change your life, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. I want to pray, and I want you to pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I come to you today today as a sinner. sinner. Please wash me me in the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus, cleanse me me from my sins. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. You are my savior. You are my savior. And you are my Lord. You, you are my Lord. Now I want all of you to lift up one finger. You're going to talk to the devil. Lift up your finger. You want to say Satan? Satan. From today. From today. From today I, no longer I no longer belong to you. Belong to I, you. Have no agreement I have no agreement with you with you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I am saved. saved. Lord Jesus, Jesus, thank you
0: you
1: for saving me. me. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for each one standing here this morning. Thank you for rescuing them from the devil's clutches. Thank you for releasing them. Thank you for writing their names in the book of life. Thank you oh God that they are counted among those going to heaven. May they never backslide in Jesus name. Amen and amen.
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Dr. Joy Felipe Bruce, and on Instagram and Twitter at Ethel Aediasi. God richly bless you.
1: He joy to my soul.